This is the first time that I've ever done this, but I am going to have Slim cut your interview out of the show because you are such a fun. Not only were you a cunt, but you had nothing interesting to say whatsoever about any of your other projects. They call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best. They call me the Greedy Man. Hello, everybody. Got many clients. Hello, hello, and welcome. Come from miles around to the Po Boys Podcast. Running down my prescription. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. I got medicine. And I'm back with a brand new episode. This episode almost didn't happen tonight. Because <laughs> between my guest and myself, I don't think we had even decent Wi Fi signal. And uh, yeah, it got pretty dicey. We spent quite a long time trying to figure out the fucking problem. And fortunately, we finally made a little bit of headway and uh, it worked out good. So we made it happen. My guest this evening is one half of the Robin Slim show. Rob, it's been pretty interesting sitting back and meeting everybody through you know the networks and the different shows that I listen to and I talk to. I've had maybe six or seven guests that also did an episode of Robin Slim show. And it, I got mixed reviews. And I even I mentioned that to Rob in the episode. It's just I I enjoy their show and I don't have a problem with Rob. I think that uh, he, he seems genuine at the very least. Uh, I know some people seem to think that he's kind of a dick, but I'd rather have somebody honestly be a dick than be a fake asshole. You know, I I, I don't know what you want me to say. So. I had a moment to to get him on the show and get him by himself, and it was it was really nice, man. I got to know a lot more about him and kind of what makes him tick, and I think I understand a little better now. You know, he's just a motherfucker like the rest of us trying to get through the world, and uh, he's an OG when it comes to podcasting. So it was a pleasure to have him on, and I want you all to enjoy, Rob. Try a little bit. Say you need bricks, I said I get it. If you want to, we can supply you. 
taking over. It's taking over the goddamn world. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean, man? Yes. One city at a time. <laughs> That's what we're all doing. We're making a network, man. Meeting people all over the, the world. Right. Not really the world. More like the United States for me. I, I know that I've, I've had a couple Canadians and I spoke to Ooh. an Australian. So, yeah, I've had a few Aussies. Man, is that not a crazy fucking time difference? Right, right. That is the cra- that's the craziest one that I've found. Time zones have been one of the biggest fucking scheduling problems that I've had with this whole yeah. thing. Like, it's, it is hard sometimes to be like, well, fuck, man. Like, it's, it's, ten, it's noon here. It's 10 a.m. And I got to try to I get this. I still had it, though. Like, I've had even just here where uh, guests in the States get it wrong. They're called, like, an hour early or an hour late. Like, it's. It so you're over there on the East Coast, though, in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, yeah, dirty Jersey, bro. Speaking of Jersey, the special guest this evening, the Jersey Devil himself. Hey, buddy. What's going on, brother? Not much. Were we going to pretend like we haven't been fucking with this for the last hour, try, trying to get oh, it to work? Oh, God. Has it been that long? I was just going to say, yes, it's been an hour. We've been trying to get this rolling and um, try and Skype and Wi-Fi. We've had issues. And as I just started talking to you when you were playing the song david told me he just gave you the password to his we're gonna make it happen and that's what we had a moment y'all so this is this is why we had to stick this out because you know when you just you're so invested you're like well i can't Mm. fucking quit now like we've been fucking with this for 45 minutes (laughs) so lo and behold it's gonna work we're gonna gonna have a show so yeah man welcome um it's it's nice to finally get to, to speak with you again. I know the last time I kind of came in and just bogarted your fucking show from you. Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, right. You're a great guest, Jody. <laughs> and a fucking masterful storyteller, dude. No, I just talk a lot. And uh, I talk real <laughs> slow. I'm good with uh, the... I'm a master of... The pregnant pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I keep you on your toes. So, uh, no, man, it's cool. I've checked your show out a few times. And, you know, I do a a simple format. I just sit here and, and, you know, ask people questions. I I talk and, like, try to get to know them. And you guys, you fucking put on a show. Your your program is usually, what, three hours, four hours long? Um, I think, what are we doing now? We're doing um, 6 to 9.30 now, so three and a half live. Three and a half hours of broadcasting, and uh, you guys pull it off. Uh, You just came back recently from your your summer break, and uh, hopefully you're well-rested and ready to to get back into the swing of things. How's it going so far? It's been good. It's been really good, man. Uh, We just started, like you said, uh, I think about a month ago. We just came back for season five, and, and we've been rocking, been rocking had uh, some friends of mine on i believe this week the uh the fouls oh, yes the married as fuck podcast shout out to Brooke and randall uh, and randall they are they're amazing they're so cool dude I, I stumbled upon them uh through another friend of ours amanda from the blunt mommy podcast and okay uh, I, I met them all at once <laughs> and so i've just over the last i don't know six eight months I've gotten to know these people, and uh, they seem like really cool folks. So I enjoy it. Randall fucked around and yeah. got me a new sponsor, man. And, Ooh, uh, did he give you the bidet? Buy a bidet. He got me a fucking bidet. I'm so happy. I need one of those. It sounds amazing. Rob, have you ever in your life wrenched your asshole uh, with a bidet? 
Never, never. Me neither. And I'm really kind of curious. I'm looking forward to it. I like a clean asshole. I don't know how you feel about it. You know, I'm, I do. I'm a grown fucking man. I'm I'm 31 <laughs> years old, and anything that will help keep my fucking underwear from having little shit streaks in them ever is yeah. great because they're few and far between. I just between. don't like the, the itchy asshole. Like 20 minutes later, it's like, oh my god, I, I guess I didn't get everything. Like, let me go back in the bathroom just to wipe my ass. It's not bad. I, it's I, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. And my wife bought this new <laughs> fucking toilet paper too. We've been. We've been using Quilted Northern for okay. forever. We've been That's using a nice that. one. That right. is a fancy toilet paper. It's, it's nice. It doesn't leave like the little, uh, little, like the filmy shit, like Cottonell. Cottonell's like wiping your ass with fucking paper towel. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and so this this other stuff that she got is the Charmin, and they got the extra strong and they got the extra soft. And she fucked around yeah. and bought the extra soft. And I told her last night, I said, dude, we got to talk before you just go swapping out the toilet paper game, man. Because, you know, I've been here trying to wipe my fucking ass. And, like, I basically got to, like, take my my finger nubs and make, like, a, an arc. Because every time I try to wipe my ass, like, it just falls apart. Like, it's, it's pillowy soft. But, fuck, man, I need, like, three feet of that shit just to do half a job. And it's... I'm looking forward to it, man. It's been a bumpy last couple of weeks. I'm fancy. I, I use Kleenex and wipes. I don't ever use regular toilet paper when I'm home. I use oh. Kleenex and then I use like those wipes, the, the flushable wipes. Look at your bougie ass. You seem like the <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> Keep Rob, it all nice, bro. I don't know you that well, but from, from what I hear and what I've seen, you seem like the kind of guy that would wipe your ass with Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is, that a, is that a type for that? I don't know. I'm like, not really <laughs> sure. I'm not. You know, Kleenex are very nice, but I don't. I don't fucking know, man. I'm excited, so that's. You know, I am. I am that guy. I am the Kleenex. The Kleenex wiper. It's not bad. So no, have, have you guys had uh, a lot of sponsors and shit? You've been around for like five or six years. Have you Have you picked up anything interesting or had any people? get on board with your shit and start harking some yeah. fucking merchandise? We've had, though, um, and I still do. I have adamandeve.com. I have uh, uh, an airline that if you call and somebody calls or calls and orders a, a plane ticket, I get money, but no one ever fucking calls or orders anything. Like, I don't fucking get it. Like, um, we've also had, a, we have uh, Ryder Doll, and she does the weekly segment for us, Ryder Reacts, um, and I run her commercials. It's kind of just like she does you know, the segment for us, and we run our commercials um, type of thing. And same with, um, there's an author, Isaac Thorne. He, he, um, he comes on our show. He's written a book. He sent, us, he sent us all copies, and I run his ad. So it's like, most of the time, it's just like doing things for people type of thing, like barter, bartering. But, um, yeah, I do have, like I said, I have the ones where if somebody orders using our discount code, I'll get a few bucks. But I've never seen a thing from that. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to getting some free shit and just talking about yeah. using the thing. I poop a lot, yeah. you know, like any other person, you know what I'm saying? So I, that's not going to be a problem. It's like, hey, this thing's awesome. Mm. It's not something that I'm going to use once or twice and then, you know, not yeah. again. So good job. I also had um, Spunk Lube, and we were trying to get, like, um, it was like the guy who runs it was going to give a bottle away every week to um, somebody, you know, and we were going to have, I was going to have a comp competition, like, contest where people would call in 
um, and rap battle with Driz. It was going to be called Nobody Beats the Driz, but nobody ever responded. Like, I kept running things on Twitter and all for people to email us, and nobody ever contacted me about it. So well, You'd be happy to know that uh, this show is a proud sponsor, proudly sponsored by www.spunkloop.com. Get some slippery on your dick. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> nice. It's good we stuff, did, um, man. He, he sent us some. Uh, we did um, Slim drank a smoothie, uh, SpaghettiOs and Spunk Lube, um, and we did a Bukkake with Flambo. I put some of the shit on my face like the first day I got it. I, how could you not? You know what I'm saying? I felt like a 12 year old boy. I was like, oh, I'm playing with this. <laughs> I put a big, I put a big fucking douche of it right on my fucking forehead and took a picture. And I was like, Have you guys seen my load? Where'd it go? This <laughs> shit dripping down my eyebrow and shit. Yes. It's fantastic. Awesome. You know, it's interesting seeing this whole new dance because. Uh, you know, you've been around for a while, so I'm sure you've seen this whole thing develop with uh, products, and it seems like more people are getting involved with podcasts, which is cool. You know, it does definitely get some stuff out. Like, I have me undies. That's, I found that through podcasts. It's the only underwear I, I wear. I tried getting them. They never got back to me. No, I don't have them as a sponsor. I'm just saying, like, free, oh. free plug for me undies. I heard about them on a couple shows, and I was like, let, mm. me, let me check out these me undies. And so now my <laughs> bougie ass only wears me undies underwear i got like 15 pairs of them that i bought over like the course of a year and a half because they're expensive (laughs) nice yeah no i just i i wait for christmas and then i'm like mom i need boxers and that's how i get underwear it's not bad i've had a good rotation thus far and this is i'm being honest like they're pretty badass i've had them for probably three years or so i haven't had one pair wear out yet dude it's weird. Wow. Like, a couple of the bands are starting to get a little slouchy, but for the most part, they're still all fucking snap tight. You just gotta not wear the same ones over and over again. <laughs> which you should <laughs> be doing. Which you should the be doing underwear. anyway. Change your fucking underwear, you nasty <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so. Tell me about you, man. I know you're over uh, on the East Coast. That's about all I know. Like, uh, you lived there your whole life? Are you a, a, a New Jersey-er? Or what are they? Is there a name for that, people from Jersey? I think it's New Jerseyan. I think, is the proper term. But, yeah. Uh, I grew up in North Jersey, about 10 minutes from New York City. Um, that's, that's a great place to grow up. A lot of diversity, a lot of great things, you know, a lot of great things to see up there. And then... I think it was like right after I graduated high school in the mid-90s, my parents moved down to South Jersey, and dude, that is like moving to the country. It's so fucking different. Like, it's, it's depressing. Um, <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm about like tw- uh, half an hour, 45 minutes from like Philly, so that's kind of close and all. So that, that's cool if you want to go, go do something there. I'm about two hours from like New York, and then I got married for like, a couple of years, which was a disaster, but I lived in West Virginia for like a few years. Oh, so that's, shit. that's it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you came down to my part of town for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. It wasn't bad. I was in uh, the panhandle where uh, Maryland and uh, Virginia, West Virginia meet. It was a pretty cool area, but as uh, this is very depressing and, and shitty, but uh, I was getting divorced and. I lost my job and I couldn't I couldn't keep the apartment. I couldn't find one fast enough to keep the apartment. So I was fucking 
no, getting everything ready to come back up here. I was driving to the post office to uh, change my address. And some asshole hit me and totaled my car, dude. It was like it was like rock bottom. God like, damn. What the fuck? When it rains, it pours, yeah. huh? It does, man. It totally does. It's <laughs> <laughs> heavy shit, dude. Fuck. So yeah. what? So then you you left there and you came back to New Jersey. Yeah, like a, I mean, that was another part of that was so depressing. Yeah, I get divorced. I got to move back to my parents. Type of shit, you know. That's that was it. That's what brought me back. <laughs> so uh, let, let me ask you, just because I, I don't mean to get into your business, but uh, mm. was it, uh, did you fuck up or did she fuck up? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I tried my best to be the best, you know, to, to do the right things. And, uh, just dude, what? we could have gone, I don't know, what do you have down there? Yeah, you have Walmart and stuff. You can go to Walmart, and there could be um, a girl in the parking lot that I never had seen that was in like, you know, short shorts or whatever. Yeah. And my ex-wife would be like, did you see that girl? And I'd be like, no. And she would accuse me of lying to her. Dude, it was like crazy. It was like she was, I don't know, if she was doing something that was like, gave her a guilty conscience or from something in the past, I don't know what it was. Um, there would be, you know, uh, this guy at work, his girlfriend works there. And she'd be like, oh, is she hot? Would you fuck her type of things? Like, and she would just, she would wake me up in the middle of the night to fight about that kind of stuff. And oh, it was bad. It was, it was a rough fucking marriage. I was like walking on eggshells. Um, and not only that, she liked to hit me. So yeah, <laughs> it was rough, dude. I remember we were getting divorced and, uh, she wouldn't leave the apartments and I was going cause like I, I had no privacy. I was going to fucking fill out my, um, paperwork for my um, lawyer and as I was going to do that I was going to the library um, she called me like 20 times and I, I went back because she just wouldn't stop and I walked in the apartment our oldest son I had to change his diaper because he was dirty and as I'm changing him she starts like punching me in the fucking temple bro like it was it was rough it was a rough fucking marriage I think I think she's bipolar um and she's somebody else's problem now. Isn't that nice? Did you try to warn the yeah. guy? Did you try to have, give him like the warning shot? Like, hey. Oh, he's a real champ himself. Um, she's been, she married, divorced, and remarried him for the win. And they have a couple kids. And oh man, uh, <laughs> and he's abusive. Like supposedly, it's all better. You know, I, I don't know for sure, but. I mean, my kids haven't told me anything bad, so <clears throat> everything seems okay. I don't know how it all worked out, but you know, I get my kids for holidays and stuff. That was part of um, that's part of like why we take the summer break because I get my kids over the summer type of thing. Like, yeah. But um, how old are you, Rob? Yeah. Oh, oof. tell me. Forty forty one. I was born seventy six. Does that sound about right? Had to take a second and think about. It. You'll be forty two soon, maybe. I think so. I think I'll be 42 this December. I kind of lost track, dude. That's not bad. That's not bad. You, yeah. you got a couple kids, so that's you live some life. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Done that. And it was kind of the thing, I don't know if you've ever listened to um, Opie and Anthony, but um, Anthony, the one host, at one point, got himself in a terrible relationship, a terrible marriage. You kind of feel like, you know, I was in my 30s. I never, I didn't have kids, you know. You know, I had been dating her for a little bit. She seemed okay, and we just we just did it. And it's not the reason to fucking get married, dude. No, I see it a lot, man. It, mm. We waited a long time 
to get married and a long time to have a kid, you know. So I think she she was married once before too. So I think yeah. she came with that kind of a you know uh, experience. <laughs> so and I've been mm. in like a long term relationship too. I had my own fucking shit I had to work out. So we came yeah. together at a good time, man. <laughs> it really kind of straightened <laughs> us both out a little bit, I think. So yeah, you know, I, I remember once too. Um, she called the cops because that was it was the same day. It was the same story I just told you when I was changing my son's diaper. She hit me and. Um, I was like, I was going outside. I was so mad. And she was like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to go call the cops. I just said it, whatever. You know, I was going outside to smoke a cigarette. That's it. I came back in. She was like, where are you, what are you, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm going to go to the library so I can fill this paperwork out. She goes, you might not want to because I called the cops. And I was like, why? And she's like, because you said you were. So she figured she'd call them first. So the cops came just, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking to this cop outside. I'm just telling him what's going on. And he just looks at me and he goes, you'll do better the next time. And he said, he said how his first was really bad. And oh, he's just like, you'll do better next time. And I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, there's, there's so many different, like, everybody has their own style. You know what I mean? At this point in my life, mm. I've seen enough different relationships and how they've worked and how they haven't so i try to stay out of people's shit nowadays i recently kind of stuck my nose in one and uh i didn't cross a line or anything but i definitely kind of caused a little bit of a commotion with some friends and i was just like how did you do that you know what i mean like it was i had heard uh my wife complaining about not complaining but like my wife his wife would hang out they, she would complain about him to my wife and me my wife and I talk about everything we're, we're yeah. pretty much the only people that we fucking see on a regular basis so you know she, she would kind of relay stuff and then one night I was talking about some other shit but it got a little too close to one of those topics oh. you know what I'm saying and then it kind of jumped mm. into a like well something something about me duh, 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 duh. and I'm like no 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 I'm not I don't mean you I'm just saying in general like duh, duh, duh. and it turned <laughs> into a like oh you've been telling them that what we've been talking you know what I mean like it's just yeah. try to help a motherfucker oh. listen if I find a way to help you maybe get your dick sucked once in a while I think I'm going to offer that up <laughs> I say you know <laughs> do this maybe do this the certain way and it'll work i'm trying to help you out but then you turn around and get kind of upset because i stuck my nose in your business okay whatever <laughs> i'm gonna help no more i'm gonna make a habit out of that shit i got it like i've seen uh so many friends going through the same situation i have and it's like you can't tell them you can't tell them not to they're just gonna have to do it and experience it all for themselves like i got at least two friends and i've you know been divorced that I, I've, I've been like yes that's the same situation I had it's not going to end well and you, you watch them try and you watch them end up the same you know it's just it sucks it sucks it's crazy man I'm having a, a guest on next week she's uh, like a family sex therapist and um, she's got a bunch of other things she's working on I don't know all of her credentials so I don't want to misspeak but she's she's a smart lady mm-hmm. and it's a domestic violence awareness month as a matter of fact so that's what made me Ooh. think of that just now so you're you're a survivor yeah. of domestic violence right I am I am I got mine from from my grandma so that was 
I think uh, I have a magnet for people that have been hit a few times in their life, and it just kind of happens. I meet, I find them on Twitter or through a podcast, and then I gravitate towards them, and I'm like, hey, buddy, <laughs> what's up with you? <laughs> Weird, man. It's just like a lady dot. I don't know. I think it's, I think I'm a very empathetic person. I've experienced a lot of crazy, bad shit in my life. And uh, I can put myself in a lot of situations. You know what I mean? You tell me something, yeah. I can feel those feelings. I'll cry sometimes, man. When I hear somebody tell me about yeah. their fucking kid having a brain tumor or something, you know, and I sit there That's and the I word. put, because I got a kid now, so I can I can actually kind of put myself there and try to feel those feelings. And I'm just like, fuck. Mm. You know, so yeah. it's, it's crazy. And I think, you know, you have to experience a lot of, shit to, to be able to have I was going to ask you the, the, uh, the totally like on a different topic but you, you said you have a kid and um, earlier you said you had to put him to sleep or her you had to put your kid to sleep before um, the show do you ever lay down with them and as they're going to sleep you get so relaxed and you know you have a ton of shit to do but you fall asleep it's yeah. like the most relaxing fucking thing in the world dude it happened last night as a matter of fact I fell asleep for probably about an hour <laughs> back there yeah, and woke up it's like they're breathing and all it's just, it just puts you to sleep it's crazy crazy I, uh, I've made the point before uh, the kid is like making me feel feelings again and I appreciate <laughs> that's what that. happens yes you know what I mean like the, them shits went away for a long time my <laughs> wife started to bring them out after you know five years or so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, the baby definitely has has taken it to the next level. And even when he first got here, man, that was a rough adjustment. Babies are not for oh. the faint of heart. They're really not. The fucking babies will get you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another thing, too, is like I, I uh, didn't ever enjoy Christmases for the longest time. But then having kids again, it just made it fucking cool again. I was like, all right, I love Christmas again. Like. I'm getting that way with uh, Halloween right now. We got Halloween coming up, and he did his first oh. one. He's going to be uh, three in a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, he, he's going to give him a costume. And last year, he went around in his little dinosaur costume, and the only thing he learned how to say that like month was trick-or-treat. <laughs> and, That's awesome. That bro, is fucking awesome. He was reluctant <laughs> as shit. You know what I mean? He didn't want to step up. I kept putting him on his steps, and he would take a couple and kind of look at me. And that first piece of candy hit that fucking jack-o'-lantern bucket, and that little dude came alive like Frampton. He was like, oh, snap, yeah. I get candy? And then every house, trick-or-treat. He was trying to walk up in people's <laughs> houses. Some of these old birds would lean down with these bowls full of candy, and he would just throw his whole fucking arm in there. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the best. My <laughs> man. That's it. That's like, my kids do pretty much the same thing. They were They were shy. They didn't want to go up to the door. It's the same thing. Once they saw they got candy, they were like, fuck yeah, let's, let's hit up every house. Hey, I hate to, to just keep jumping back around to, to shitting, but uh, we were talking about the bidet thing earlier. Can I tell you, I just had a revelation this evening. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure that we're going to start working on potty training soon. Ooh. I have a, a – I heard somebody say – that maybe it was Brooke that they put their little kid on there. And he accidentally hit the button while he was on the potty, and he had water going everywhere. But uh, I think I think I got a, a toilet seat that will kind of narrow down the little thing. So if my kid ends up to where he's, like, shitting in his pants once in a while, I feel mm. confident that I could get back there and put all that stuff down and then spray his little ass off. 
and not have to That's sit true. there with a fucking putty knife um, trying to get all that stuff out of there. My oldest son, man, he's 11, and um, he's still at night. I still got to put a pull-up on him. He, he's such a deep sleeper, and he, I've even gotten to the point where I've tried to get him up. I've tried to, like, wake him up, you know, at least once during the night to go, but he's just, like, he, he, it's it's so hard, so hard. And every now and then he's still wet, so I still, I still put a pull-up on him. I've known a few different people to go pretty deep off into that. It does eventually go away. I, I know the drinking at mm. night has a lot to do with it, too. Like, if you could just empty your fucking bladder, that helps. Shit, I hope he's not having, like, nightmares or something, dude. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fucking watch. Are you letting him watch fucking Michael Myers movies and shit? He's watching porno on the internet. That's his problem. <laughs> That's not fucking pissed, dude. He's fucking blowing loads. You need to fucking check it out. With with doing your show, have, you've had a lot of fucking guests at this point, right? Have you always done just you know five six people in a night, or is that something y'all've just done since you've gotten better at doing live shows? Um, when we started, I think it was like three or four guests a show. Um, and then it just got to the point where I'm like, I could do more. Right. And everybody agreed, so I just started putting them more on. And but just this season, I've cut it back to four because it just gets to be uh, tiring—not tiring doing the show, but all the work involved, the booking, the guests. Because I do it, I do all that, dude. I do booking, uh, all the guest prep, everything. Like it's just a lot of work. And after like five years of six guests every show, it it got to be a little a little uh, rough on me. So I do all the all the other things like. Um, the Too Many Rape skit, I write that. Um, the Bedtime Stories, usually Slambo would read them when he's there. I write, I write those. I do, uh, I do. I find all the news stories. I do everything for, for that part of the show. Man, it's it's a lot. Like, your show's three and a half mm. hours long, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Holy is. shit. It is long. Well, you were saying earlier, and I think it kind of got messed up. So, the last season, you guys were closing with Frankie and the Driz. And so this yeah. this season you've swapped out the the, the closing segment and what's the, yeah. the new one? It is Red White and you and it is John and John. J O N is the uh, is the liberal and J O H N is the Republican and uh, they're doing a podcast and we have guests on and we uh, I'll interview them or John will interview them for a few minutes and then I'll just throw out a hot topic and I got another intro made and for the hot topic and then it'll be like gun control or birth control or whatever and me and Slim's character we'll just argue back and forth with the guest on and it's it's crazy it's just like crazy. the most do you do ridiculous shit back and forth is that what you're going for just, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah that's our new ender you know ending uh, half hour for every show uh, like I said earlier too um when I originally started now I get all my guests on uh, Twitter pretty much every now and then I'll email um, a celebrity or somebody trying to get them on type of thing. But usually I get all my guests off of uh, Twitter. And um, before that, we used a uh, website called freeradioguestlist.com and everybody we were getting off there were duds for the most part. We'd get like... Authors, we'd get 20 guests, maybe one or two were good. All the rest, <laughs> and we would just make fun of them so they would... Um, after a while, I guess they all complained and the, that site stopped running our ads. So I'm like, I gotta fuck with these people. Uh, I made, like I said earlier, you know, when we first tried talking, I made a show called Vana Cheese, and that was 
Ron was a retired special ed teacher. Cheese was his mildly retarded co-host and life mate. So <laughs> I played Cheese and uh, Slambo played Ron. And then we did Frankie and the Drizz. And that was um, Frankie Team Steaks and the Drizz. We, got it, we, we did prison time. And we got out, and we were trying to make, you know, we were trying to live the right life. That's when I first heard your your show, like somewhere around there. I remember that closing segment. So that's about the time that I've kind of been in and out with it. So it's it's very interesting. And it's not a long show. It's a long show. Like, so even people like listening podcast-wise, you know, maybe they'll only listen to like an hour or two, you know, and then not listen to the whole show. But we try to keep it, like you said, um exciting enough where you know from beginning to end if you want to listen and we do um like the, the first hour the first hour is like you know segments and bits and then at, a, at some point it's like every half hour is another interview jesus christ man it's <laughs> meeting a lot of goddamn strangers <laughs> through that process have you had any that have really been man that was really fucking cool or have you had any that were just like what the fuck dude this is what that interviews have you had any that were just complete dumpster fires that you feel comfortable telling me i'm sure you don't you're not shy i fucking know better yeah. so is there no any? i'm not uh yeah there's been a few um shit um I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I don't even know. It's like Robert something, and he's like an ex-boxer, and I think it was last season we had him on. We had him on previously uh, another year, and he was okay. And I was just sort of looking to spill spots. So I messaged him, and I'm like, do you want to come back on? And he's like, yeah. And yeah, everything seemed cool. He gets on. He was a fucking asshole to us, which I don't care about. I could take a ribbing. Right. But then he starts... um starts going on uh, Ryder and just won't stop. Just won't fucking stop. And at one point, me and Slim are both, like, we, like we're usually good enough where, like, we, uh, we'll get pissed at the same time or, like, if one of us is pissed, the other will pick up on it. So I guess we both just figured out this guy was a fucking piece of shit. And uh, uh, Slim started doing the Driz character, and I was fucking like, yes. And I let him just do the rest of the interview as the Driz, and he just, you know, he just went ridiculous. And then, but right after the show, uh, it was either right after the show or right after the um, interview, I messaged a guy, I'm like, you're a piece of shit. I don't care if you fucking throw a jab at us, which is whatever. That's fine. But you're going to go after a girl who's not even a comedian, like, and, and just be relentless about it? I said, you're a fucking cunt. And he goes, you're right. It's like, he, he, he's like, he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. And I just said, I am, this is the first time that I've ever done this, but I am going to, have Slim cut your interview out of the show because you were such a fun. Not only were you a cunt, but you had nothing interesting to say whatsoever about any of your other projects. Yeah. And and then uh, yeah, then I just blocked him. I was still that mad that I just blocked him on Twitter. See, it's weird, man, because I've I've met a few folks that have been around for a while, and some I'm sure that you've come across. So it's mm. it's neat to see the different perspectives that I've gotten from just like talking to these other people. And I think one thing, one pattern that I have noticed is for people like yourself and probably like me too, like folks that are pretty upfront with Mm -hmm. how we feel about things. Like I don't have political views and shit like that, but if I think something, I'm going to say it, you know, that's what it is. And I'm sure after five or six years of doing this, uh, you've gotten pretty cold to some of these motherfuckers. Like, you just, you know the game before it even starts. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, dude, 
<laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I don't even want to get I've really been like a pretty good judge of that thing, you know, I got a gut feeling type of shit. And I'm also at the point where, like, I'm not going to put up with some of these bullshit. Like, I'm not going to take anything, you know. I, I have no reason to. There's no reason to. See, it's it, to be honest with you, and this is just what it is, man. Like, I think I've talked to probably 20 or 30 people about you. You in particular, but, like, you guys, your show. And yeah. it was you, you, your show, and I, I keep saying you because I know you do most of the Twitter stuff. So that's, yeah. it seems like most folks, when it comes to you, you're very polarizing. Either people, I say, what do you know about Rob? They go, dude, Rob and Slim, awesome show. Rob's a great host. He's fucking, he'll get you in on and uh, promote your shit like he's a good dude. And then other people are like, Rob's a fucking cunt. Don't talk fucking to him. <laughs> I can't yeah. stand his fucking ass. What a dick. And I'm like, okay. And I mean, I, I, I get it, man. It's I don't think my bullshit radar would would be even in, in function after five years of dealing with internet people. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. It's bonkers. But like you said, man, you either love us. Usually the people that hate us are the people that I've... Uh, that I've offended, you know, that I've stepped on their toes. Well, like you the had something. Uh... People start coming at me. Otherwise, they fucking love me. They love my show. But yeah, um, that's that's it. That's that's what I, I really uh, got. You know, I have to say, nobody's ever like left me a bad review or said anything bad about the show unless they are pissed at me personally. Right. And I kind of love it sometimes. I kind of love just fucking with somebody. Like so, <laughs> not only you know, am I not going to take somebody's shit, but sometimes I love to just be an asshole. No, I get it. I think after doing it that long, you would have to figure out ways to keep yourself interested. You know, sometimes I'll fuck with people, not even to get them. I like to do the opposite. I'm like a reverse troll. I like just stumbling in. I swear to God, I do this all the time. I wait till somebody comes at me fucking with an attitude. And yeah. I just, I, can't, I go at a complete different angle. I might say something stupid, like just... My my whole job is to diffuse people, and I've had fucking people in a chain of messages that I just pick at random. Like, just some shit that sounded stupid that somebody said, and I go, you know that's not the way it is, huh? And then I'll talk them off a of fucking this crazy ledge that they're on where they're screaming at people in capital letters and, fuck you, you fucking bitch. And I'm like, hey, man, did your mama know you talk to people like that? Fuck you, too, you cocksucking hippie. Hey man, you know, da, 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 da. and it's just it's fun. I, I think that yeah. it's, it's an interesting way to interact with people because it's fake a lot of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you'll you'll find a couple folks that will actually be real people, and you'll have your little mm. private conversations with those people. But the rest of it is just yeah. people passing in the in the ether, man. Yeah, usually too. If I'm mad, I need time. I need time to cool off. There's been a few that um. We have butted heads, and then, you know, we've worked it out. I've had a few guys, really great. Um, I've even had them on, like, YouTube where uh, somebody found one of our videos once, and we were laughing at a, a pretty rough news story, and, uh, and he's like, how could he laugh at that? And I'm like, dude, I am, you know, I'm taking it to the point where, like, if you saw it on Family Guy or um, a Seth Rogen movie. But personally, do I, am I laughing at it? No, it's a, it's a terrible story. The lady's a piece of shit and all that. And the guy ended up becoming like one of our biggest fans after that. Yeah, it's like a, it's a show. And like commenting on everything. <laughs> it's it's a show. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm. <laughs> you're supposed to yeah. be entertaining and yeah, 
laugh at fucked up jokes. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to tell you, man. Like, why would you just sit here and record some bullshit? You know, sitting around talking with your friends, you got to have something going on. Yeah, yeah, and and at some point somebody's going to say something, you know, offensive or whatever. As another thing, I don't um, like. I do love sometimes being an asshole, but doing the show, doing the comedy show, I am not looking to offend anybody. I am not looking to like if I tell a joke that hits, you know, a certain spot, you know, I don't mean to personally, uh, you know, offend you. If it happens, it happens. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm not like a mean-spirited person. I usually do my jokes with like a wink and a nod, you know. I'm not, I'm not there just to offend people. I, I really don't make it a point to, to uh, be harmful or anything like that with my comedy. Well, it's a persona, man. That's, it's, it's a personality that you get to be when you're on your show. That's I think yeah. that's how that works. That's Steve Harvey is yeah. Steve Harvey when he's on the Steve Harvey show. Like I'm yeah. sure he's not like that all the fucking time. Oh yeah, no. At that home, I'm just like sitting around playing video games. Right. No. Like you know, so, just being a normal dude. But you were talking about kind of getting at it with with folks, and I remember, uh, I guess earlier this week. Or last week, the episode yeah. you posted, you said that you had just gotten into some shit where somebody had kind of shit on uh, Ryder Doll. She seems like a sweet yeah. lady, and uh, I will say this. I don't know what possesses people these days to be kind of shitty in, in the way that they are. Because I heard what you yeah. explained that happened, that somebody, I guess, uh, just made a shit gif gif whatever the fuck you call it posted something to do with i guess the something that Ryder Daw had mentioned about the kavanaugh case is that what it was something to that effect it was, and, uh like it was with the case but she does uh her weekly segment and one of the weeks she did was about boofing so she tweeted you know who would have known you know that one of her segments for me could have been used in the trial and that's what it was and it was just like, and then the guy posted it, and I messaged him trying to, you know, my, my intention was to, uh, to work it out. I mean, but I was a little shitty about it because I was mad, and I just said, what, you know, who are you, uh, who are you directing that at? Uh, you know, if there's some sort of, like, higher thing that, you know, some hidden comedy gem that I'm missing, please let me know. Right. <laughs> I don't think and people just, are used to confrontation, man. I think that's something that catches a lot of people off guard. Some people are good at it. Some people aren't. So I don't know if if you were to say something like that to me, I would just I would answer your question. <laughs> I'm talking to you, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. Or I'm talking to her, motherfucker. And it's I would hope that they what were just being the shitty. Two, um, it spiraled, you know, where the guy just kept being, you know, kind of a dick. I was pissed, so yeah, I was being a dick. But then he, uh, I guess she blocked him in, in the hole. You know, I guess she saw it and blocked him. And then he just said to me, uh, well, I'll delete it if you have your phone sex cunt unblock me. And I said, oh, yeah, maybe I could do that, or I could just block you, too. And then that's what I did. Phone I was like, I'm done with this shit. Phone sex cunt is a little strong. It's a little aggressive. Yeah, it was a little much. <laughs> yeah, and I just was like, fuck this guy. I'm done at this point. I just blocked him and... Figured that would be the end of it, but it was not. Well, see, it was then, not yeah, the end then of it. Into this whole other thing that, you know, I, I've only dealt with a couple times, and really nothing's, nothing's gotten too crazy. But I have definitely delved into this whole networking thing, where you get involved mm. with other shows, and it's an interesting process that I keep seeing happening. And uh, 
<laughs> it's like watching people build boats and trying to fucking sail across a lake. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> look, sometimes it works. Sometimes we get to the other side, no problem. But <laughs> sometimes. I've been on uh, a bunch. Of, I've, I've dealt with, like you said, like networking, networks. I've been on a bunch. I've never had much problems. A couple here and there. I did get on one. <laughs> And I got on one end, um, oh, somebody's screaming outside my car. Um, we got on this network, Jody, and uh, they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you on. And then we did our show, and I got a message, and he was like, you know, I said I'd love to have you on, but I didn't listen to your show. Maybe I should have. And I was like, yeah, if it's your network, you should have had us on. And he was really offended. My show really offended him, and he, he was worried him and his buddies that did shows on the network were going to lose their jobs because my show was on there. Uh, I was like, okay, I don't see that that can happen, but, and, and he, uh, he kicked us off his network, like I said, after a week, because <laughs> he was worried about losing his fucking sweet job, whatever the fuck he did. I mean, I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? Like, okay, there's, <laughs> what, 10 less people are going to listen to this shit? Uh, all right. I'm just, it's funny, man. It's like high school. Like, you sit here... I'm, you you watch I'm a I'm a sophomore right now, you know. I got some friends that are that are juniors and I've just got some new freshman friends that I fucking teamed yeah. up with and you're like I don't know, you've had you got held back like once or twice and now you're a senior. <laughs> I'm the older kid, yeah. You're a fucking you're the, senior. You're the twenty two year old senior. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking hanging out working on cars. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, God damn. I've I tried. Love it. I've tried hard not to get too sideways with anybody, and uh, mm. nobody seems to to be too shitty. And I guess that either means that I'm not doing a good enough job, you know, getting people motivated, or uh, I'm just doing okay. Whatever. Who's it? Um, Shane from Now That I'm Older told me once. He's like, Bob, you rub people wrong in all the right ways, and I just love that as a compliment. I'm like, that is. That's exactly how you sum me up. Like, I could tell, like, for some reason, and it can be, like, not even that rough, but something I could say can really piss somebody off where they're just, like, <laughs> coming at me and shit. I don't, people wear their heart on their sleeves nowadays, man. They take everything personally. Uh, mm. I think yeah, be, because it's a, little, it's a little bit more than Twitter, so it's not just a message you can actually say things to people. There's like that yeah. connection, and they're like, "Oh well, fuck me, well fuck you, motherfucker," and it's like, "Okay, what are we talking about right now, dude? Are you gonna <laughs> kick me off your your shit? Are you gonna call my boss, jerk off? Like, yeah. what are we talking about? We're all just we're all just playing radio here, you know. Chill the fuck mm. out. Yeah, and yeah, uh, man. I like it when when people realize that some people break. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. fuck it that I'm leaving, and they just go away. Um, the funny thing is, too, like, I've even had this, you know, where this recent thing. On my show, I've been like, why don't you call me? My number is this. I'll give them, the number's always on our screen. They never will. They'll never call the show. They'll only come at me on Twitter or that type of thing. Like, They probably think you're just going to mob on them. I bet that's what it is. Yeah. Because even, like, right too, now, like, yeah, take just One. step up and, and give me the call and, you know, whatever. And yeah. say all your shit. But you're just tweeting it. Like, call me. Right? <laughs> call it. <laughs> call me. I love it, man. That's. I think that's the deal is I can understand that you at least enjoy what you do. And you guys mm. put effort into it. 
so that makes me yeah. at least have to respect the hustle man you know so i am mm. i am happy to have got to come across you guys and i'm all, all three I, of I feel the same jody i'm just like all all i know we're we're going back and forth but um just like you said about enjoying what you do i've actually done shows where i'm like did i even laugh like was i just an asshole like uh slim you know sometimes like sometimes you know doing the comedy thing you do you, you make rough jokes at your buddies and all and at one point i started to feel bad i'm like i don't even remember if i even had a good time so i would go back and i'd watch our show and i'm like okay yeah i'm smiling i'm laughing i'm having a good time okay like it's, it's weird you get in like a weird state of mind sometimes so is that like an alter ego? Are are you like a different person when you do your show, Rob? Do you go to no, like? Are you dark, no, Rob? When you get on I there, I don't put anything on, but um, <laughs> I drink when I do the show. So sometimes it's the show goes so fast, it's so fast paced. Like you don't sometimes like I'll get done with a show and somebody be like that segment was great and I'm like wait I did that like it's kind of like I just kind of like forget a lot of shit. So like let's say at one point it was like that and I was like fuck. Am I even having fun here anymore? Like, I wouldn't be mad after the show, but I'm just like, am I, am I, was that a real answer? So I go back and watch, and it was like, no, okay, cool. Like, everybody's laughing, we're all laughing, but like, I just, I forget things. I think that's good. I think that means that you're tuned in. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it does mean that you're, you're fucking, you're zoning out, but I think it's more like you're in the fucking, the moment, and you're just kind of doing your thing, and you're fortunate enough mm. to be able to record it. Some people don't get that yeah. when they're on fire. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was it for so long, I wanted to do it, um, and we just we just did it, and it just, for, with us too, like it all worked out. Like, I know so many guys, there's so many hosts that have had falling, falling out with their you know, co-hosts, and, or this guy's not pulling his weight type of thing, like, where we where we planned out what we were doing at the beginning and we stuck to it, you know. It's it's been really good. Slim, like I said, is amazing with the technical stuff, with the editing, with the uploading. I couldn't do that stuff. So he's always done that and he gets everything running. I don't know. He tried to explain it to me one week how to do it. <laughs> Give you fucking and I'm instructions. Like, I'll like, never remember this again. It's like, not gonna happen. It bro. is so complex. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no. That's what's I'll never be that guy. I've got one fucking microphone, and I've got another one to get set up eventually. I got to get a couple other parts, but uh, just mm. doing this has been an education. I take pictures of my fucking board all the time. Like when I get it just right, I'll take a picture of that shit. I'm like, yeah, but I, I told him once because you know there's so many people that will ask me, and I'll, I'll connect them with Slim. I'm like, talk to this guy; he knows everything, so he's helped a lot of shows. Um, but I tell him, I'm like, bro, you should take a picture or do a video or something so you could just put it on YouTube. People can look at it, that type of thing. But no, it's no, another no, thing no. with Slim, like, getting him motivated to do that. Like, he'll say he'll do it, and it's like, it's like everybody. You know, he's got the job, he's got full-time job, he does that, he does the show. It's like, how do you have time to do that? It's like, hey, I, so he's, he's never done it, but he's a whiz with that shit, man. I talked to a fucking dude a few weeks ago that apparently does shit like that over the phone for quite a bit mm. of money <laughs> really like hourly yeah wow. that's what he told me he's like some kind of a, now he could have been talking out of his ass hopefully mm. not uh, he yeah. said basically he had to walk me through how to record the way he wanted it done and 
yeah, I was lost. I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. And I'm pulling wires and touching this. And he's like, well, that shouldn't be that way. <laughs> you got sparks coming out, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here losing my shit. And he's like, well, that shouldn't be that way. If you're hearing it here. And literally like a fucking 911 operator talking me through trying to get this shit. And at one point he did say that. He was like, now, do you see? He's like, I normally charge people money for that, like 18 bucks an hour to do that. You'd be working on, you know, 20 bucks by now (laughs) just for sitting here trying to walk you through. (laughs) Nice. You got it for free, bro. I like that. Get a a little perk out of the show. Have that effect on people. Give me free shit. Yeah. Man, speaking of free shit, I, I saw something yesterday that made my heart hurt a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you guys get into news stories a lot on your show. And this oh, right, we do, uh, but it is, uh, and like I said, I find them. And we do a bit called Drizzle News, where I play like this like hip-hop beat in the background, and I do like a sports announcer, and I'm real fast-paced, and it'll be the most horrific news story. Just tell us. But I'm just, I'm this dumb like <laughs> sportscaster, and the Drizz is there, you know, saying silly things. So it comes off lighthearted. Nice. But sometimes the news is just straight up depressing, dude. Just the worst shit. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. Yes. Look, I, I found two stories here that I just thought were funny, and I just wanted to get your opinion, what you thought about it. Okay. And the first one yeah. was very simple. There apparently was a situation at a haunted house. Um, I'm trying to, to get the goddamn thing to load here. Uh, Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. A young lady, uh, 29. She was waiting to enter a haunted house with friends. A person she believed to be one of the characters and an employee at the venue asked her if her friend James was bothering her. Believing she was playing along with one of the haunted house scenarios, she said that he was. The person then handed her a knife and said, well, here, stab him. And according to the report, she thought the knife was a prop. So she proceeded to do such, and she stabbed the livid shit out of her friend. Oh, fuck. I, yes, I find it funny. I would do that. That would be one I would do. Yes. It's fucked up. It's horrible. But yes, I do find it funny. I would use that story. Greenville said when she pulled back, that she realized there was blood on the knife and a hole in her friend's shirt and blood was squirting from the victim's left arm. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's pretty crazy. I don't know how many haunted houses you've not, been that's to. That's bonkers. That's not that's good. That's one that you kind of have to laugh at. You kind of have to laugh at it. It's terrible. Is he, did he live? Does it say that? Uh, let's see here. Uh, he got stabbed in the arm. So I'm assuming no arteries. Let's see. Good reputation. Normally people don't get stabbed. Uh, hopefully somebody said. Hmm. I believe he lived. It doesn't say. It. We can okay. just pretend that he died if you want to. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't died. care either way, but uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's okay. Like, I, as a person, I hope he's okay. But uh, on my show, I would tell it, and uh, I would joke about it. You ever fuck with I haunted would. houses at all? Like, that's... It's, What's that? You ever fuck with haunted houses at all? With, like, Halloween no, around the corner? Have you ever I'm been not, a fan I, of those? I'm not big into that. Uh, we did one, though. Early on, we had a news story um, that a haunted house, the clowns were chasing people with dildos. And I even called the haunted house, and they hung up on me. I said, you know, I'm calling from a radio show. I'd like to talk to you about your dildo, your dildo fiasco, and they fucking hung right up on me, dude. That one, and that was funny. Slambo, 
in his, you know, in his mind, he just said, well, what's wrong with that? And so me and Slim, for like 10 minutes, just put him down for like <laughs> the fact that he thought that was okay. It's perfectly was cool. normal. <clears throat> Obviously. I'm like, dude, if, if my kids had a clown running at them with a dildo, I would be pretty pissed. I'd be pissed at that. Like, Slim, I was like, what's, what's the problem there? Like, that's, that's <laughs> fucking cool. That's funny. No, uh, not my kids. <laughs> you can chase you can chase me with a dildo as a clown. I'm gonna be scared as shit. I'm gonna knock people over. I'm fine with that, but not fucking not my little teenager. That's not they. They got big into chainsaws when I was a kid. That was the, like the hotness. They would just take the chain off, you know, and fuel yes. that bitch up with some heavy stroke oil and, and fucking chase you, you know, out from behind some shit. And it's, mm. I never got big into it with, with the haunted house nah. thing, but I never I did. I got a couple of friends that, yeah, they'll go to like uh, Six Flags or Fright Fest or something. It sounds cool, but I just, I'm not. I'm not that dude. Or they'll go to like haunted, you know, places that are supposed to be haunted. I just, I don't. <laughs> Here's uh, another one, and this is what one I was talking about that made my heart ache a little bit. And oh. Rob, I've been poor my whole life, and I say that now. We're we're doing okay. We're not doing bad. Yeah. We can definitely be doing a lot worse. So don't think I'm complaining. I'm just saying, like, you see things sometimes that really kind of make you go, well, goddamn, like, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> so uh, Jeff Bezos, the uh, the dude in charge of Amazon, he's a very rich man. And I don't usually like to count another man's money. I don't believe in it. I think it'll make you a little crazy. But uh, mm. I saw an article yesterday that said that Jeff Bezos basically makes $230,000 a minute. Almost a quarter of a million dollars every minute. Wow. He's on track to... <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. $10 billion. Ooh. First two weeks of the year. By the end of January, Bezos was up to $20 billion. He just hit $129 billion. He makes... Uh. Two hundred and twenty thousand dollars a minute. That makes, oh my god! That really, dude. I saw that, <laughs> and it fucked me up. I said, "What are That's we doing? What am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> yeah, doing something wrong, man. This fucking do guy. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh my That's god. a lot, lot. So I hope that yeah. he figures something out. I don't know if he's trying to take over the goddamn planet. I don't know I what this is. fucking guy is up to. But I know that he recently passed Bill Gates as like the richest dude in the United States. Anyway, I know there's richer people. Don't don't think I'm yeah. forgetting it. But homeboy is baller status, and I don't know what the fuck his plan is. I, I don't know if Amazon is just gonna own the world. I think so. He I might so. be on the way to that. Have you ever known anyone that worked there, Jody, for any Amazon? No, but I tell you what, the trucks are starting to get a little bit heavier down here, so I'm curious. Yeah. I'm starting to see a lot oh, more of those diesel trucks. Oh, yeah, they might build up, like, a facility around there. They did it around here. It's actually like they bought a whole town, dude. They own a whole town, and that's all that's in this town. And I've had a couple friends go to work there and, like, come back to where, you know, I work type of thing, like, saying how miserable it is. Um, there's, like... It's really dim. They barely like the place. And it's just like a prison sentence, man. It is just 
depressing and shitty. My one friend felt like he was in like some sci-fi like prison because he was down an aisle all for like 12, 12 hours. And this stupid little robot just kept bringing him things that he had to put on shelves, like God standing damn. in one spot for 12 hours, dude. Uh, you got to go work for Google. That's where the fun is. <laughs> go work for fucking Redbox. That'd be better than that, man. That's nuts. I, I know that they were trying to put a bid in for this state. I'm in Arkansas. So I think at one point recently it was between like five or six places. And yeah. They're so fucking gangster. They're just like, hey, which one do you want it? They walk in and they pull. <laughs> they walk in and they pull their cock out, and they're like, yeah, huh? What you got? <laughs> and they look around, <laughs> and then, like you said, pe- people are like, we'll we'll name the city after you guys. This will be Amazonville. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> the other people are like, we'll give you free taxes for like. 57 years how about that mm. and it's yeah. it's very interesting to see how they're slowly starting to creep into everything And the craziest thing too is that it was just some jackass in his garage when that started some asshole selling books out of his garage that's how that fucking company started it's it's nuts I, I think that they're going to take over trucking very soon and by the yeah. way something I saw happen actually at my job this week, and I would like to say as a public service announcement to any person, to any bitch or bastard that would happen to be listening to my show right now, uh, don't ever fucking call in on truck drivers ever. That is the rudest shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck unless they hit your car, then call an insurance agent or a police officer. But other than that, oh, like calling. Okay, I was wondering where you were, where you were going with that. No, 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 no. It's I understand that there are situations on the road. Listen, I, I drive professionally. I've been on the road for almost ten years, and I will tell you this: truck drivers piss truck drivers off. That happens all the time. It's not just you. You know what I'm saying? Truck drivers <laughs> yeah. fucking suck, but they're also really good drivers they're roadsmen so the thing is when that shit happens when they're they're neck and neck on the highway just so you know who to be mad at be mad at the dude in the right lane he should slow down and let the other guy pass by the way (laughs) don't sit there and go these stupid cocksuckers won't fucking make up their mind like don't do that but after they finally pass each other just go on about your fucking day don't flip them off don't pull your fucking ass out and hang it out the window. And certainly don't call the goddamn hotline number and report that the driver oh. was doing something stupid and hogging oh. up the lane. Because earlier this week, uh, one of our drivers allegedly was texting and driving. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, he's one of the safest drivers we have. And yeah. uh, he was, was driving through a school zone. I don't know if he, he said that he looked down at his clipboard, which he very well may have. But the point is, yeah. somebody called in and said that he wasn't paying attention, I guess. Wasn't yeah. speeding, but wasn't doing something. He almost got fired. Because oh, these companies God. now, these companies with, with the Department of Transportation, the DOT regs and the state laws and stuff, like they don't fuck yeah. around because they're going to find yeah. somebody else that they can pay less to do your job. Yup. <laughs> so exactly. I'm just, I'm, I'd hate to fucking get on a soapbox and it's a stupid platform for, for anything, but I'm just saying it's an inconvenience to everybody. We get it, but don't fucking be a dick. Don't call yeah. and tattle on a goddamn driver 
<laughs> ever. That's the rudest shit. Shame on you. I think bus drivers, uh, sometimes will take the bus to Slims, and some of them say the same type of thing, man. It's like, goddamn. We're goddamn. all trying to get the same place, man. We're going that way. Yep. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Life is short. Life <laughs> exactly. is short. A fucking a goddamn meteor might fall out of the sky and hit your car right now. Just shut up and drive. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a problem with a truck driver, but um, one time I lived in, I, I worked in when I was younger. Um, there was, it, it's funny because there was this old shitty house in the middle of the town, and uh, somebody bought it and renovated it. They just, the house was like beautiful. It was a shit all now, it was beautiful. They put all this money into it, and a truck driver fell asleep and fucking crashed right into the house, dude. <laughs> just totaled this fucking house out. And the lady, around it was in the bathtub at the time and I guess just from the truck getting the house she just flew out of the bathtub probably call on that guy <laughs> yeah yeah get that the, guy you should yeah, make a call go They're get the get hotline number and go ahead and call his boss but other than that I, don't yeah. call on people don't be a snitch you fuck no I think he was working for like I forget how many days the guy didn't have sleep it was that kind of a thing and right when they rough. tightened up on the meth <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. Jesus. He was just coming down from the mess, bro. Hey. Do you, uh, do, have you seen that a lot? Like, I know in, like, restaurants you see a lot of people on stuff. Do, as a truck driver, do you see a lot of guys, like, on shit? Well, I, I'm more route-based, so excuse me. I'm not claiming to be a truck driver. I just, I drive oh. a lot. I drive a truck. Yeah. I just don't drive a semi-truck. I drive, like, a box truck, oh. delivery truck. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But cool. Uh, I just didn't know. No, I've I've met a, my fair share of truckers. They're very interesting people. They range <laughs> and they come in all shapes and sizes and colors. It's interesting <laughs> fucking people. Serial killers. <laughs> apparently, it's it's a very high rate of serial killers that are also truck drivers. So I never knew that. Holy shit! That is creepy. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. It, it bodes well for the uh, yeah the circumstances of the the job. It makes sense. Yeah, you right. think there, there's going to be a couple, probably. It's a good idea, yeah. shit. <laughs> All right, well, hey, I don't want to keep you any longer, man. It's been a, a wonderful time speaking with you, Rob. I don't know what everybody's fucking problem is. Y'all need to pull your head out of your ass, I guess. You got a problem? Right. Say it. Say it to his face right here. Call the hotline, yep. motherfucker. <laughs> it's That's not right. We're on my hotline right now. They can call. They can call right now. Look, give your uh, your plugs if you don't mind. If you know them, I don't know if you handle you handle the social stuff. So yeah, tell them where to find yeah. you. Tell them the schedule and everything. So if they want to check the oh, show. Oh, uh, Twitter is Robin Slim Show at Robin Slim Show on Twitter. Um, Facebook is just if you just look up Robin Slim or just Google us. We're on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, blah 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 blah, all that shit. Um, and uh, every Wednesday. Uh, 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're on, um, we do it on Facebook. That's one of, probably the best place to watch. Uh, we also do IPM.com, uh, forward slash, uh, live two, I think it is. It's just, if you look up IPM.com, we broadcast live on there. And we're on a couple other things, but those are the main ones. Wonderful. You guys, check out the show. Go do that. And, uh, it's been a pleasure getting to speak with you, motherfucker. it's been a blast my man I'll talk to you soon yeah man I'll see you around so that's my interview with Rob I don't know what you took away from that I feel like Rob is definitely a good person he's probably lived some life had some people fucked him over a few times 
And he's also been involved with doing a podcast for the last five or six years and all the social media interactions that come along with it. Just saying, I know a lot of people that have been doing this for a long time and most of them handle random bullshit and riffraff on social media the same way. They just block it and move on. I guess that's the point you get to when you do it for a long time. I'm not there yet. I've only blocked like a handful of people. Just don't be a fucking dickhead. That's the only real rule. I won't block you unless you're just being a complete dickhead. And then I might. But probably not. Everybody, thank you for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review if you'd like. Leave a five star if you enjoy the show. Leave a three star. Leave a one star. Tell me something. If I'm doing something bad, fucking let me know. I'm not going to change anything, but I appreciate you interacting with me uh if you'd like to get in contact with me uh, on twitter at jodyb501 at poboypod for the show give a shout out to our sponsors we have merch.com go there and pick up any of their fine merchandise with all kinds of podcast uh logos slapped across it they got hats and shirts and cups and glasses and all kinds of fun shit so go there we have merch.com also spunk lube get some slippery on your dick baby if you enjoy having sex or jerking off you can always use a little more lubrication and i highly recommend the hybrid blend from spunk lube the og original it looks like jizz it's fun to play with it's entertaining for hours get yourself some spunk lube and also to our newest sponsor biobidet i haven't received the product yet so i'll have to save my my critiques and my testimonials but i'm looking forward to having a squeaky clean asshole brought to you in part by biobidet.com i believe they have a twitter handle too i think it's at biobidet go check that out bada bing bada bam we got good stuff coming next week Hopefully we'll get Rachel Miller on the show. Shout out to Randall and Brooke again. Thank you guys so much for uh, introducing us all to her. We're going to have a good chat. All my friends and peoples out there in the Twitter sphere. A lot of new people lately. Brought into some some new rings. Some new uh, chat groups of networking podcasts. So hopefully we'll get, uh, we'll make some new friends. We'll get some new guests. So looking forward to that. But tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your friends, mama. You motherfuckers have a wonderful weekend. And uh, we'll see you next time, motherfucker. Polychronopolis. I'm a big fucking dick. I'm a pain in your ass. I drink all your beer I'll eat the last slice I'll give you Charlie horses I'll pull your shorts down at the beach I always need a ride Nobody likes me My name's Steve Motherfucker Chronopolis.
bit when I talk I swear in front of your mother I throw shit at the movies I wear tight pants I ask you to buy an extra Yankee ticket And then I don't show I tell you I saw your girlfriend Fucking two guys at a party Cause my name's Steve Motherfucker Polychronopolis I'll piss on your toilet seat and tell your dad you get still I'll borrow your jacket and they'll both think of Pansy, pussy, shit for brains, douchebag. I'll leave your gate open so your dog runs away. I'll make fun of your pimple, then I'll grab your sister's ass. Cause my name's Steve, motherfucker. Deal with it. Polychronopolis. Chronopolis. Chronopolis.